Yes, hello folks and welcome along once again to the Left Wing Back Show. It's the Carlo Camogie up for the match county final special. Apologies, we're a couple of minutes late coming on the air. We just had a bit of difficulty uh, getting uh, Mr. James Connolly on from uh, Bourne Rangers. He is endeavouring to jump on the link, so um, apologies for that. But we are live now and it is an association with uh, Swans Electrical Expert Carlo. And we are previewing, of course, the Readies of Carlo uh, Senior and Junior Camogie Championship Finals, which are taking place on Saturday at IT Carlo. First up at one o'clock, it is Win of Yoke and Born Rangers. And then, of course, at three, it's Michael up against Nea Breed, a repeat of last year's final. So um, in the absence of uh, James Connolly, uh, Mick Lillis is uh, here on the other side uh, from uh, the Win of Yoke point of view. How are you going, Mick? What's the story with you? Oh, I go, Kev. I go, thank God, yeah. Uh, a busy week, no doubt. Um, fingernail biting probably on Monday. I know a couple of your girls were involved maybe with uh, IT Carlo and maybe there's other college games taking place this week. But uh, yeah, I think uh, they've probably come through and skate anyway, have they? Yeah, uh, a few of the girls are actually playing there again tonight again at loan. Uh, they played a practice match there last Monday night as well with Carlo IT. There we've a couple of girls with the club playing on it there. So it's great. It's more camogie from uh Great standard of camogie when they play at the colleges as well. So to bring that back to the club, the same few girls that play with the colleges there are also on the county senior teams and that. So they're, it's nearly 12 months of the year from now, in fairness. But as I said, they're bringing loads back to the younger girls in the club that they're feeding off as well. So it's all good at the minute. Yeah, I mean, you want them playing at a higher standard, but obviously it's a nervous week too because you don't want anyone getting injured. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's probably it. Uh, it's probably, probably not as stressful to the fact that we have 32 girls on our panel maybe, so... It's it's a little bit uh we have a little bit of leeway maybe for an injury or two but God forbid we don't want that anyway coming into county final week hopefully the law this will be their last run out tonight uh we have a late training session organised for Friday evening then we get ready for the county final on Saturday yeah so obviously I suppose from from your point of view you're looking to make amends for last year that was a a cracking final Ballinkillen one sixteen and he finished with Italia three seven and unfortunately he didn't get over the line and um it was a local it was local Derby as well and that brought. It's own bit to it, but I suppose it's different this time out now we have uh, Burn Rangers involved. And speaking of Burn Rangers, actually, I think we might have James Connolly. James, are you with us? Uh, Gavin, how are you? There we go, at long yeah. last. Uh, a few technical difficulties, but uh, thanks for <laughs> uh, thanks for jumping on. Uh, by hook or by crook, we got you there. Not at all, Kevin. Yeah, we can hear you anyway. We, we're, we're kind of seeing you. It's it's probably in the, the Stephen Bamry category in terms of uh, visuals, right? Yeah. But uh, we can hear you, and that's the most important thing. So um, how are things with you? Uh, things are well, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, no bother at all. All going well. Yeah. And I suppose an exciting week. Um, this is your first uh, Junior Camogie final, I think? It is indeed, Kevin. Yeah, this is our first uh, venture into at this level. So... Um, yeah, this is our second year actually in the junior championship uh, in Carlo, so it's it's uh, it's new ground for us, and it's an exciting week. Yeah, and the girls are really up for it, and uh, they're buzzing now. To be honest, we had them out training there this evening, so they're up for it and looking forward to it. You know, Good very stuff. much. And yeah, I think it's um, with obviously yourselves and one of you can make you probably confirm this. Uh, probably the two newest clubs, I would say in Carlo Camogie over the last maybe what 10 years uh, how long has Minnewill back on Mick? Uh, 2011 we were founded Kev I think Born Rangers were 2009 James is that right? Yeah Born Rangers founded in 2009 uh, as a Hurling and Camogie club but the actual Camogie side of it uh, started the following year 2010 so yeah we are two two young clubs two yeah. Young clubs, yeah. yeah yeah and that's fantastic to see I mean we didn't have too many clubs before that so uh, the more new clubs and the more 
uh, people playing the game, uh, the better. So that's a real success story in itself. And the fact that the two users are in the county final now is even better, in fairness. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Sure. Sure. It's great for both clubs, I suppose. Uh, we probably, our first year having an adult team was 2016. And I remember we beat St. Mullins in the final. And we were saying, this is great. We'll, we'll win a few of these. But then 17 didn't go to plan. Then we lost three finals in a row, 18, 19, and 20. So we're back in it again. So it's our, our fifth visit here in the county final with only one win so far. So hopefully we're hoping for big things now come Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose, from, how are you looking at it then, James, from Burn Rangers' point of view? Well, uh, I suppose for us it's novel. You know, uh, last year, as I say, it was our first year entering. We got to the semi final and were beaten by Bagginstown in the semi final. Um, but we feel we've made a lot of progress in this season alone. Uh, we're hoping we've made enough progress, but we certainly have made progress. Our team is very young. Um, I suppose the vast majority of our team are actually minors. Um, certain few of them are also under 16. And then we're backboned by a few older players as well. That, uh, In our case, we have a few girls who would have played when the club started off originally and maybe have gave it up for a couple of years and came back to it. So we were delighted to get them on board. And a bit like Mick there, we have a panel as well of about 34, I think. Um, we are carrying a couple of long-term injuries as well, but we do have... Yeah, around 34, I think, uh, hopefully talking out at the weekend. And, um, yeah, we, we, it's just a novelty for of it for us. We're really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. And I suppose, James, it's not the only big thing happening this week down in Borough Rangers because the under-15 boys, I think, are in an A final as well, are they? Or is that, um, did I read that somewhere? Yeah, well, yeah, we're making a bit of history on that front as well because we have reached an under-15 A final, yeah. So they're playing Carlo Town tomorrow night. And Dr. Cullen at eight o'clock. So, uh, you know, there's been a, a real buzz around the club and around the parish for the last couple of weeks, actually, because we've also been in a couple of uh, football finals uh, with St. Martin's under 15 and under 13. And Mick will tell you that as well there. Um, unfortunately, uh, they came out the wrong side of two results there, one of them against Bagelstone and the other against Pal under 13 and 15 the last couple of weeks. But we see it as big progress, I suppose, getting to A finals. Uh, I suppose for us now, the next step is to win. So we're we're very hopeful tomorrow night that the lads will put in a good performance with, in, in, with the under 15s. And I think and the bigger picture of that as well hopeful. is uh, the fact that Carl Hound are in the final also. And Mick, you know this, is your, you're a big hurling man as well as yes. a Camogie man. And that's such a big thing for the sport in Carroll, to see those two clubs in an A final, that's that's marvellous. and it's it Carl needs Towns, it. It's Carroll Town slash Santanta, and yeah. they're, they're an absolutely, they made our own under-15s in the semi-final. They're a marvellous bunch of lads as well, in fairness, that uh, the club over there in Carroll Town now is thriving, in fairness, Carroll Town slash uh, Santanta. But we also played during the year, we played Bourne Rangers. The standard of Harlem both of them clubs are offering there at the minute at under-15 level. They're offering loads of players into the county development squads. It's only good for the conveyor belt in Carlo is moving now, thank God, in the hurling circles anyway. They're definitely moving in the right direction now. All the development squads are great lads over them. But when you have new clubs like this feeding in lots of players, it can only be positive moving forward. Hmm. And just going back to the Camogie side of things, lads, so you're both saying you have big panels. So the one thing that's out for me there is obviously Trojan work on the underage, but actually maintaining that and bringing the players through and keeping them. 
right? Because we all know there's a fierce drop-off rate. But to have 33, 30, anywhere, anywhere in around Jesus, there's clubs barely had 15 played in senior finals at one stage. So to have that, I think, is, is marvellous. So what, I'll ask the question, I suppose, apart from the factors that I've mentioned there, what do you actually put that down to? And James, I'll ask that to you first. Well, I suppose, Kevin, I, I, it, a lot of it goes down to a lot of hard work by a lot of people, you know, over a long period of time. Uh, and we would have found, both from a hurling and camogie point of view, in our parish anyway, that I suppose we're traditionally not uh, necessarily a hurling area. So to establish hurling and camogie in our area, we realised very quickly after the first couple of years, this is actually going to take a lot longer than we thought originally. And it could nearly be another generation of players before you know, you're consistently competing at the top. Um, but it, it, you, you said it there yourself, it's, it's the conveyor belt, you know, and um, to make sure that you have another generation of players coming behind them, you know, and that you have your under sixes, your under eights, your under tens are coming through every year. That's the challenge really for the club. And we would find that from a coaching point of view to have enough coaches and people to get involved and have enough players to come through because you can make the mistake, I suppose, of concentrating on a particular group of players. And then if you don't watch what's coming behind them, you are going to have gaps as you go up along. You know, mm. you would find that. So it does take a lot of pe- a lot of work from an awful lot of people, yeah. Mick, what have you had to that? Yes, basically what James is after saying there, it's uh, we're probably very lucky in when you build Kamoi Club, we have a very small but a very hard-working committee. Uh, very well driven by our chairman, Gerard Power. Like he spends hours upon hours a week organizing everything from under six right through to our adult team. And that takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. And uh, at times it probably doesn't seem very appreciative of other people going around maybe at the times and lads, you know yourself, you're getting a bit of slagging back and forth. But like for the amount of hours that our small committee put in, they should only be applauded around. I know in Bagnestown areas they are like, but it's definitely it's to keep the players coming under six, under eights, under tens. That's the trick, you know. That's the secret is probably keep the youth coming. And uh, the big thing, I suppose, in Camogie Circle as well, that all your minor girls can tug out with your senior teams. So, like we're saying, we have great numbers. Both te- both clubs, ourselves and Burn Rangers, have 30 plus. But, like, as James said, probably the majority of his minors are on his panel. The majority of my ma- minors are on my panel as well. So, like, that's great for the younger player because they're getting loads of training, loads of games, and now the minor championship has started as well. So now they're getting loads of matches as well. So, as I said, it's it's not easy to sit down and pick teams. I'd say as James would probably agree, but definitely it's a great headache to have to have thirty plus talking out for county finals anyway. Yeah, and look, lads, you know, with the help of God in the next couple of years, you both be up senior. I know only one can kind of maybe progress uh, the weekend. Uh, but from that point of view, there's all the hallmarks of second teams as a possibility in the not too distant future. Wouldn't that be remarkable? Yeah, yeah, definitely something that we we in Bagnestown would love anyway, that maybe in 2022, if we were lucky enough Saturday to get over the line and win the junior title, that maybe we could have two teams next year, you know. We definitely have more girls coming through and it'd be great for... Be great for the community here to give all girls lots more games time. Uh, be great to have a junior and senior club, you know. I'm sure you're thinking that way yourself, James. Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. Yeah, I just think um, presently, you know, this present championship has only had three teams in it at junior level. So, you know, one team is now going to go up senior. So then you could be facing a scenario of just two junior teams. So it is, I think, 
it's something that has to be considered at some of the clubs, at least some of the clubs in the county, if not most of them, would need to be looking at a second team if at all possible. And as Mick says there, uh, the main advantage of that is you're keeping your players, you know, um, and they won't drift away because there'll be game time for them. So it's something, yeah, it's something that we, as a, well, we're a bit from that, but at the same time, we do. We are conscious of keep, keeping all our girls involved in making sure there's game time for everyone. So Which, in order to you know, better facilitate then, then lads, I suppose, do you consider an intermediate grade? Um, do you know what I mean? Because you add in the extra grade, then maybe everyone, I know everyone isn't fortunate enough to have a second team. Like I said, there's some senior squads having the numbers you have, but if there was a third grade, then you could possibly look at junior being a grade for second teams, perhaps. Um, would that be something that could be considered in order to keep girls playing because ultimately that is the most important thing yeah i think to be fair to the county board like they would put out feeders at the start of every year to see is there an appetite there for senior clubs and any club to put to have enough for two teams and i'm sure if the numbers were there that definitely like i see this year now there's the senior shield competition for the beaten semi-finalist of the senior championship along with the bottom team which was banning killed in the senior championship and 14 then is the winners of the junior final on Saturday between ourselves and Burn Rangers. So, like, that's that's a competition probably more or less what you're saying. It's, it's nearly like a step between senior to junior, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a senior shield competition. So that, that kicks off actually Saturday week. So, like, ourselves or Burn Rangers will have that. It's another little bit of a carrot, I suppose, to try to grab there that it'll keep you hurling another week or two maybe into the season. You know, I know we're late into the season as it is, but it'd be great to stay hurling into as long as you can now that we have everyone turned up to the field and they're training and, you know, keep them playing as long as possible now. Like, as we all see, GNs are going to fill once a year now anyway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, in terms of the game itself then, um, and I suppose the season, so Mick, I know you went straight through. Uh, James, you won the semi-final, I think, against uh, Satanta. So, um, yeah. like, how... I suppose it's unfair to be asking what managers where's it going born and lost and who should we be looking out for and stuff because you know at the end of the day go see the game and you'll decide for yourself and that's the the most important thing but uh, yeah I'm sure I'm sure there's uh, there's different things you've identified in, in both squads without probably giving them away on air but um, a great deal of respect for Team Bo anyway no doubt oh, definitely, yeah definitely like, we spoke to one another after the last game myself and James were just saying that like uh the scoreline the last day we played didn't didn't reflect the game. To be fair, every ball was battled for. Like it's we we're under no illusions that when we go into the county final on Saturday, we're going to have to be at our best to get over the line. Mm. Well, okay. I think as well. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Mick there after that previous occasion, and talking to and his players as well. I was just saying to them, you know, we'd be giving it everything. We, you know, uh, our girls are really up for it. And uh, they will battle for every ball. That's just that's the way they play anyway, you know. So we just go and give it a lash and see what happens. That's all you can do. So yeah, one one o'clock throwing um IT Carlo yeah. on on Saturday for the Rays of Carlo Junior Camogie Championship final. And um, the very best look to both of you. Um thanks for joining us here on the podcast and um we'll chat to you soon, no doubt. All right. Yeah, one Kev, thanks very much. Uh, thanks a million. There we go, thanks, Michael, a win of you and James Connolly of uh, Burn Rangers. So now we shift our focus to the uh, Senior Camogie Final, the Rangers of Carlo Senior Camogie Final at 3 o'clock at IT Carlo, and it is Michael up against Nea Breeze. So we're going to bring in, uh, first of all, Breeze Nolan. How are you getting on, Breeze? Hi, Kevin. How are you? Flying it now. And we have Katie Gary Murphy awesome. as well. Hi, how are you, how you getting on? Good, thanks. 
You're just in from a game, I believe. Yeah, just straight off the pitch there. I didn't play now, but um, the college was playing UCD in the first round of the league. So I just ran off from that there. Right, so you were told to mind yourself. Yeah, may start behaving anyway. Yeah, I think um, it seems that girls in other colleges weren't so fortunate, as Vic was saying. I think um, was it a couple of his girls involved with that loan or something he was saying there earlier. So, um, yeah, Mark has uh, played it a bit safer. <laughs> yeah, I've done my ankle there a few weeks ago, so I was told I had to cut back. So I was finally starting to listen. Yeah, there's a physio there now beside you that could look after you, but I'm sure there's someone else <laughs> looking after you. <laughs> um, Breach, how are you keeping? Not too bad, not too bad. Looking forward to the weekend ahead. You've been very busy, um, obviously yeah. with work, uh, involved with a lot of teams. I think you're involved with James's side there, Burn Rangers as well. So you're not going to be idle on yeah. Saturday anyway. No, I won't be. I already got the call to do the match before my own county final on the line as physio for Burn Rangers. So unfortunately, you have to politely decline some work uh, when it comes your way. But no, I love working with the teams. Um, I suppose sometimes when you're going to stand on the side and you forget that you're actually getting paid to be there because half the matches I'd be working at, I'd be going to see anyway. So it's a nice little bonus getting the paycheck at the end. Yeah, <clears throat> and involved with Grange last weekend and their success. Yeah, yeah, Grange. Unfortunately, I can't take all the credit for their success last weekend, but it was certainly um, good to work with the lads. And it's great when the team you're working with does you know, get the win. It's, it's always a good feeling, so I'm delighted for the lads. They're going on to the Lancers now. On the 19th so see how yeah. that goes and they have, a, they have a fair age profile so i'd say you were kept busy somehow or another yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know and at the start of the season there was always a joke like oh it's all the older lads up on the table but coming near the end it was all the younger lads so <laughs> the older lads didn't have uh, much to be ashamed for now to be honest but no they're, they're a good bunch of lads yeah so um as well as that you're your chairperson of motion as well are you yeah i am um, kind right. of fell into the position now kevin more so than anything you know yourself uh, being involved with clubs over the years sometimes it's it's harder than other years to get people involved in the committee and I think when you're involved yourself you realize how much commitment it is so you don't blame people kind of having to take a step back at times so uh, we're, we're fairly lucky in my shell that players do step up to the positions when they're needed on the committee um, now bearing in mind it's not the players that run the club we've loads of people involved outside of the committee but sometimes we just need the names to fill in the positions so I don't know what I'm at half the time but sure look I'm there anyway yeah, well, you, you have to break up all the murders that does happen at them committee meetings. Um, yeah, and sometimes yeah. they do get hot and heavy, but uh, yeah, obviously yeah, you have a hard work committee out there because like the success on yeah. the field, you know, a lot of that comes from what goes on in meetings and things being laid on for you as well. So I'm sure you're very appreciative yeah. of that. And it's only when you go in yourself, probably you get a great understanding of it. Absolutely, yeah. And I suppose sometimes you forget that um, people are there just to play, you know, and unfortunately we can't play, play unless we have a, a good committee behind us. So... Um, I suppose it isn't good to get involved and see what goes on behind the scenes and it does make you appreciate it a little bit more than when you are playing out on the pitch um, so it's it's a good experience overall Definitely, so um, let's get a little flavour of what the year has been like for, for both of you so um, I suppose we might take it back to the county a little bit first actually because that was a kind of a roller coaster of a year and it ended in a mad kind of relegation final and in the end you know, Carlo are intermediate again for next year so that's uh, a big positive. Um, Katie Gary Murphy, you were, um, I seen you corner back, I think at one stage, uh, you play a wing forward, very versatile, <laughs> but um, what was the, what was the season like in general? How did you find it in there? Um, sure, look, it didn't end as well. It ended well enough that we're still intermediate, but we obviously had our ups and downs, nearly getting relegated wasn't ideal. Um, the league went well for us until we got the match against Armagh there. 
Look, it's it's tough being an intermediate county and then are at the same level for football. Like we have dual players as well in there. So I suppose when you're training, like the girls worked hard, got very lucky over the line against Tip. And I suppose it'd be just looking into next year to try actually compete a bit harder at intermediate. Yeah, and that seems like, um, I suppose, Breeze, like a very changed kind of side. You know, there's a lot of players that are coming through from, say, when you started playing county or whatever. And, um, yeah. Which is, is probably good in one sense. Like you, you obviously lose uh, a bit of experience, and that's just a test of time. But um, some of those players coming through are very good, aren't they? Yeah, and I think every few years it's it's good to kind of have that refresh where you lose some of the older, more experienced players, but it kind of frees up some space for younger players to come through. So sometimes you kind of have to to bear with the new squad that's coming through and allow girls to get experienced. You know, like I'm there a good few years, and I wouldn't even consider myself one of the more experienced people on the panel. Um, but I suppose it's it's healthy in a county setup that you have younger girls coming through and giving the older girls kind of a chance to sweat about their positions and wonder, you know, are they going to make it or are they not? And it's good to have that competition, I suppose, within the panel. So um, every few years, yeah, it's good to have that kind of uh, refreshing um, vibe going through the panel. So I think we got that this year and it's just a, another year to kind of build on the foundations of that going forward. Yeah, and obviously I think... Um... Carlo Camogie are on the hunt for uh, a new manager at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, are they still on the hunt? Is there a few people and a few names in the hat or any vicious rumours going around? Well, if there's any names in the hat, anyway, I don't know about them. So I've no goss for you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to say it on the podcast, anyway. Sure. No, it won't be me, yeah. anyway. I'm not going to be chairperson <laughs> of the county. <laughs> yeah, you've you've enough jobs going on. But you are involved. Are you on the county board committee as well as the club committee? I am, yeah. I'm PRO on the county board. For I don't know why I don't know why I do it, yeah, I'm a sucker for punishment. But you know what, again, the position was there, it needed to be filled. There was very few people coming forward and I had the very bare minimum experience working with my own committee. So I said, look, I'll put my name in and I'll, I'll do the job for the year and see how it goes. So I didn't mind, it was a good experience. Yeah. Um, how are you actually getting time to play with all this going on? <laughs> well, the amount of time I spent playing this year was very minimal anyway between injuries and, and whatnot, so... Uh, it nearly suited me this year. I was out for a few months at the start of the year, so I got all my committee duties done at that time. But um, I'm only really kind of getting back into playing myself in the last few weeks, so uh, I suppose it's probably the best year for me to commit some time to the committee, but I made it work anyway, just about. Yeah, and um, talk to us about how the club season has gone then. Um, obviously, you beat St Mullins in the semi-final bridge. Um Two twelve to six yeah. points, I think. But in general, how has the season gone? And give us a little flavour of, of yeah, how it transpired, as it was. Yeah, the season has gone well so far, I suppose. Um, again, just speaking about kind of new people coming up on a county panel, we've been very fortunate in Mission in the last number of years of having younger girls come up on our panels as well. Um, so we have a great bunch of younger girls this year on our panel that we haven't had before. And again, it's given the club a chance to see new players it's making some older players now I know it's a bit sad to be saying I'm considered an older player and I'm only 24 but I suppose on paper I am at the moment and it's given us you know a chance to sweat about our positions and are we going to make it and it's really healthy competition within the panel this year that we probably haven't had as much over the last few years so that has been really good and it's really given us kind of the boost that we needed so look we're looking forward to going into the final and I suppose people will always comment on the success that we had in the past in county finals but we don't dwell on that at all I mean winning county finals in the past is not going to guarantee you're going to win them in the future so 
Um, we're very lucky to have the record that we have, but we, we certainly park that going into a county final and we're just lucky to be there every year and we don't take it for granted at all. Um, just in terms of those players who are, you know, putting everyone under pressure and have mm-hmm. kind of broken onto the squad, so uh, maybe name drop a few of those for us. Yeah, so look, we've the likes of Amy Nolan coming in there, like wing forwards. I mean, she's she's a fantastic player, um, so skilled and so strong, you know, and, and no fear. Like, I think that's a big thing amongst our younger players coming up is that they're just fearless. And um, we've Kim Dyle there as well in on the full forward line and played a bit of camogie with the minor county team this year as well. And again, she's unstoppable. And that's only to name two, do you know? So um, we're really, really lucky this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so from the neighbourly point of view, how has the, the season gone? Um, one twelve to 9 I think, the semi-final win over Rangers. Yeah, it was a good win. Um, look, Rangers have always been a strong side and we come up against them a lot. So it's nice to get a win and get into the final again this year. Uh, obviously, we left the final last year, not in the best position. Came, came up against a really strong Michael side. So it's just going in Saturday now. The panels were quite excited for it. Like, it's a good... Any county final, senior final is a good day out, so we're looking forward to it. We had a good like championship run. We came strong side against St Mullins in the rounds, and look, we looked at that defeat and we came on from it and we re evaluated things. Good younger girls coming up, like it's nice to see the likes of like Alwyn Lawler and Sheaf O'Neill, a few of the minors, really trying to claim stakes and starting positions that they deserve. And like, no, no one's going in like, oh, I'm guaranteed. Like I've been on it a few years. Really good younger girls coming up, and then we have the more experienced players as well like Lisa, Abby and Emma Brennan, they're really holding central positions there. And during the championship, like they really made a noticeable remark for themselves, getting on score sheets and just turning over ball, that like fearless behaviour. As Breed was saying, like the more fearless your players are, the better you're going to turn out in the end. Mm-hmm. And um, like you've only broken onto the panel yourself in the last couple of years. <laughs> so um, there's obviously an element of fairness is there as well. And I think that's a very valid point where, you know, I suppose it's innocence of you in a way where maybe they don't see fear as much. Like, I know we don't speak for every young Camogie player when we say that because some people can be quite anxious on county final day. Some people are probably too relaxed on county final day. Um, but it's about getting the blend right, I suppose. And in time, you eventually find out what gets you going, I suppose, and what's right for you. Yeah, like, um, well, I know I say I definitely read too much into big matches. I'm a nervous wreck. I'm the morning of breakfast and a lot. But we've girls there who've been in plenty of county finals and plenty of game days and they know how to show up on it. And like everyone's as serious as the next. So we have girls there who are going to come into Saturday super relaxed. It's just another game. And then we have other girls like myself who'll be a nervous wreck. So it's just when you get the balance right and you're just going in, treating it like another game, we'll see what will happen. Everyone's as serious about it as the next. So that's all we really need to see. Yeah. And like, I mean, I know there is a lot of stake, but it is a game and you are there to enjoy it because... um, you know, it's not it's not every year you get to play in them unless you're Michael, of course. But like in general, you know, that's 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 just the way it is. So you have to kind of enjoy the moment and and take it for what it is as well, because we are there to enjoy it at the end of the day. Um and Breeze, I think you know that more than anyone. And maybe yourself, from your point of view, I'd say when you were starting off, no, did you get nervous on the day or were you one of those that just happened to be kind of chilled anyway? No, I'm definitely one of those that's nervous on the day. Um and always have been, like since I'm underage I've always been the, the nervous type on the day of a match but I suppose as soon as you get that first ball or if you get a score up or something those nerves kind of go out the window and it's just like Katie said it's about getting the balance it suits some people to saunter into a county final like it's any other match and that mightn't suit the next person you know so I think once you know how it affects you and once you know how to deal with it on the day 
then I suppose it's it's whatever gets you over the line. But yeah, I'll definitely be be nervous going into Saturday now. Healthy mm, nerves, and- I hope. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think they're good. Uh, someone said before, yeah. I think it was uh, Barry McGuigan, the boxer, said that fear is like fire. You can use it to warm up the house, or you can let it burn the house down. I think it's a fairly good yeah. way of putting it. Um, yeah. You know, normal to to get a little bit nervous, but it's how you act upon that and and focus. Like it's a good thing. It means you are focused at the end of the day. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's natural to be feeling that way. Like I. I know people that we've had on the podcast here before um, who played, you know, at a very high level in hurling and football or whatever, and they admit quite openly about how nervous they were, and they're putting some pretty good performances. But when you're looking up at them at the time, you're thinking they're taking this in their stride, but no, they're not. Like so, I think it's it is, it is quite a normal thing or whatever. But um, the thing I would like to move on to is kind of the Mark Brennan factor because obviously Bridge he had such success. <laughs> with you over the years and now he's in the opposite yeah. corner which you know he was he was last year too well it is an interesting dynamic i suppose going into this one isn't it yeah of course like i suppose we've we've a very sensitive history with mark as like training us with Michael and then with county team um and kind of back in the day when the county team was made up of a lot of girls from Michael, you know um mark was over so he would have worked closely with a lot of us for years but Look, it's always a thing kind of in the back of our heads that he's on the line and we know him so well and he knows us so well. But at the end of the day, it's it's the players that we're going out to mark and it's 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 what our players give on the day in county final that either gets you over the line or it doesn't. So I suppose it's it's not really healthy to dwell on that and let it get in on your head. I mean, Mark is a fantastic manager and he's proven that year after year after year. So credits give credit where credit's due, but um, it definitely isn't isn't something that we would be you know, Paul Denanta going into a county final. Um, he's a brilliant manager and he's on the line, but we have we have our own brilliant manager too, so we'll be focusing on that on the day. And he's a mark also. <laughs> and he's a mark also, yeah. We had a this is our third or fourth mark that's been over, so it must be something in the name. Yeah. And um Brendan Hayden is involved there somewhere as well, is he? Yeah, Brendan uh, comes and goes, so he, he didn't commit kind of a start here because he's involved with so many county setups, but um he comes and goes when he can. And um He's brilliant. Like Brendan is has such a good kind of outlook on it, and he's kind of very calm. And we're not a calm team. If anyone has ever worked at Michael in the past, we know that we're not a calm team. We're very uh, loud and and uh, outgoing. So Brendan kind of keeps us uh, in check as well, which is what we need. And and he's very good. So we're glad to have him when he can come. Uh, and Mark Ayres, of course, is is with us the last two years, and he's absolutely brilliant. So we we really have no uh, cause for complaints as regards management. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gary Murphy, talk to us about Mark Brennan then. Like, I mean, even this year, in terms of what he's done with the Mead Ladies Footballers, you know, he's obviously was heavily involved in that success. Uh, we did try to have him on that night, and I don't know whether he fell over or whether the phone fell. Um, uh, what do you call it? He says phone, but we're going to say him just for the crack on you, throwing him up. But um, what's what's he like to work with? Give us um, kind of an insight on that. I know what he's like to play with anyway, and definitely a great teammate. Um, very encouraging you know very very much his own man and um but yeah he'd be i think any team would like to have more of him yeah he's a very serious man and a very serious uh determination for us i suppose like he, look he was there when we won the junior and brought us up in senior and the following year we uh were senior semi-final then the next year final so it's kind of progression as he always says progression over perfection Um, so it's kind of just driving on like he's brought on girls who might have been stronger more athletes than hurlers and he brings it back down to the basics and works on people's strong points rather than 
look, everyone has to be at the same level, striking at the same distance. He finds the pros and cons in each athlete, I suppose. And um, he's kind of brought out the best in each player. The, the man's mad about our team, so I hope it's working for us anyway. Now, it might come across Saturday, we might see it. Uh, we have Roisin Green as well, and like, that girl's amazing. It's kind of nice to have a player manager, like a girl who's still playing with Paul's Town. Uh, so she knows exactly what's kind of going on in everyone's heads as well. So when you have the, those kind of girls or those kind of teammates on the sideline, it kind of drives us on as well. They're not going to make you do something that they wouldn't expect from themselves when they're both playing. It's kind of nice that way. Roisin's a great character as well, in fairness. Yeah, she's something else. Yeah, um, I actually copped a, a little sly one last year. I don't know if many people copped it at all, but during that county final, um, maybe it was semi-final actually, I think. The semi-finals day was was bad weather. Was was it raining today? The county final as well for a while. I think maybe it might have been. But one of those days, anyway, sure. um, the ball went out for line ball on just in front of the neighbourly sideline, and a little impromptu switch of a slitter uh, from Roisin. I copped it. I don't know if many other people did, um, but uh, she got away with it. Uh, and fair play to her. Um, but yeah, like uh, I suppose we can't not talk about last year. I suppose um, I felt during that game. Uh, Neighbour obviously very competitive, but then the goal is told in the second half, and that's kind of I think four seven to seven is the way I finished. I'm not quite sure it was a twelve point game. Um, scoring never lies. People say just throw a cliche out there, but I think Neighbour were actually quite competitive in that. Um, and Breed, I suppose you're expecting uh, a bit of a battle here this time around as well. Absolutely, and like I suppose even speaking of Mark Brennan, like we've trained under Mark Brennan, we know what he's about and his business, and we know the level that is expected of Katie and her teammates training under him. So we're absolutely not underestimating what they're going to bring on Saturday. Um, and look, last year I suppose we did get up a good score against Nate Breed, but as I said, winning county finals in the past doesn't guarantee him in the future. Um, and I think I think score lines don't reflect games as much, you know. Um, like we, we definitely weren't fancying our chances even with that much of a lead only until that final whistle blew like you really can't be guaranteed no matter how much of a score you've put up so I suppose look goals win games and if you're lucky to get a few in a match that's brilliant but um, as I said we definitely won't be dwelling on this success last year and we won't be underestimating what's ahead of us on Saturday um, so it's just to get the head down and try to get the job done What do you think you have to do differently then Kay from, from last year I suppose what were those learnings and uh you know are they simple things are they more complex and how confident are you i suppose that neighbor can can learn from that and uh maybe upset things i suppose you're coming up against a team you've been playing in so many county finals like they're game day girls as well and we just kind of went in i don't know if there was a lot left to be desired after it and we may just park and move on from last season but um you're coming away like i should have won this and did i go hard enough at that and a lot of girls had the same like thinking behind it like i should have scored more I should have taken on more and when you're playing against Michael with such goal threat players like Kira Quirk and now you have like Amy Nolan as Breed were saying like they've up and coming girls so you're coming against that you need to just take it on the chin and just be more vicious and a bit more work rate and like I wanted that bit more and I suppose I don't know if we just didn't have it or we just need to find it but coming up Saturday I suppose we might need to be that little bit more vicious coming into it. Okay and I suppose from from my point of view looking at it from the outside in um, I see winners on both sides, right? Because obviously a lot of those girls that won, um, you know, Leinster titles, we'll say, with, with all Auckland are on that neighbourly panel. And then Michel have obviously won all Ireland club titles at various grades. So I think that makes this very intriguing. Uh, both girls, both sets of girls know how to win. Um, 
so that kind of adds to it and uh yeah it's uh it's going to be a cracker but um it's definitely something that would stand out bridge that i suppose you're cognizant to that both sides know how to win these games and you know i suppose mm-hmm. that they're ready to turn up for this one and mm-hmm. you know we've said it's going to be a battle already but because they have that mentality you kind of know what you're going to get whereas maybe in other county yeah. finals you might have felt perhaps that you're coming up against opposition and it's not a disrespect to anyone who's ever played in the final but they mm-hmm. mightn't have actually won a whole lot uh, whereas near breed are a bit different so that's probably a factor as well it has to be said yeah absolutely and um you can never under underestimate the winning mindset like it's it's really one of the key factors that will get you over the line and there's no doubt that Nave breed have that you know um, and their management have that and and they've belief on the line and on the field so as i said we won't be underestimating what Nave breed will bring to the table on saturday um and we certainly won't be underestimating what we have to bring as well so Look, as you said, it's going to be a cracker and I think it's going to be really good for Carlo Camogie going forward. Um, like there's a lot of tickets sold for Saturday. I think it'd be great for younger girls to come and see such a competitive county final. And I just think it's it's definitely a good step going forward for competitiveness within Carlo uh, on county final day. Especially. And you heard James and Mick say earlier about the size of the panels that they would mm-hmm. have with Win of Yoga and with Burn Rangers and the participation level. And that comes, you know, as the lad said, from a lot of Trojan work. But there's also things you can't forget, like the all earning success with the county. Uh, 2016 yeah. and 2012, wasn't it? Um, both yeah. those years. Mick, Mick was actually over them uh, in 2012. And I think, Mark, in 2016, when both those all earnings were won. And a lot of girls are actually looking up at that and thinking, geez, I want a piece of that. Um, so that has mm-hmm. to be a factor. And obviously, you'd be encouraging the same uh, in terms of maybe getting to the game and having a look and, you know, thinking... That could be mean a few years' time. Um, all very important and it all ties in together, like. Yeah, absolutely. And even like in twenty sixteen, when even coming back to Carlo after the match, like we didn't even realise the amount of people that were out supporting us that day and even going into that final, like young players coming up asking to sign their hurls and sign their jerseys and stuff. And it's stuff that you you wouldn't even think would happen going into a match, like because that was just another match for us, I suppose. We didn't really see the importance of it to so many younger players. So Anything that can get that bit of a buzz among the county and younger players coming through is positive for Carlo Camogie. So hopefully we'll a bit more of that on Saturday. Absolutely. And look, we're, we're almost at the, the end of the programme, but I would just like to pay a special tribute to one man in particular who sadly, you know, is no longer with us, but was such a great server for Carlo Camogie. And that's Mr. Pat O'Brien. And um, I have such great memories of Pat. Um, I know with our under-16 team was saying we got to that final in 2010. Um, and I think was maybe the year, the year after it was 16s and minors, or 2011 it was, sorry, 2011. Um, like, anything I ever asked for, I got, you know, mm-hmm. and there was no stone left unturned, and I don't know if there was a whole lot there in the kitty at the time, being brutally honest about it, but he found it from somewhere. Um, it mightn't even been from Carlo Camoy, but he found it, and he, he got us what we needed, like, and I remember even being looked after in terms of going back for a feed after games. I, I know senior teams at that point that didn't get that treatment. It sounds so basic, but wasn't there. Pat made it happen. Um, great character as well. Was often in the house for a cup of tea. Um, just loved to chat about uh, GA. So I'd like to pay a tribute to him and obviously great memories of him as well. Yeah. Such a driving force behind Carlo Camogie at a time, as he said, when it was nothing, you know, like really picked it up from the ground and I suppose as younger players as well all we knew of Pat was we didn't see what went on behind the scenes all we knew of Pat was the man on the sideline he'd always shake your hand afterwards and he'd always have his Carlo cap on and 
that's what we saw of him. It's only when you get older you realise the work that he actually did for for us. Like he's the reason that we're able to play the way we are, I suppose, at county level and have the setup that we have. Yeah, great man indeed. Well listen, um obviously Saturday is uh, a massive day. It is the readies of Carlo, junior and senior Camogie Championship final. As you said, one o'clock for the junior final between Burn Renders and Winnebog and three o'clock Michael versus Nairbreed. Uh, Breeze Noel and Katie Gary Murphy, the very best luck. Thanks for joining us and um, we'll chat to you soon, all right? Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. There we go. So that's where we leave it, folks, uh, for this edition of the Left Wing Back Show. It was, of course, our Carla Camogie up for the match special. Um, thanks for getting in touch with us. Um, a few comments come in there, I think, which we didn't actually get to. Uh, don't forget to uh, give us a follow on uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We're at the Left Wing Back. Or if you want to get in touch by email, Podcast at gmail.com uh, thanks to uh, Swans Electrical Expert Carlo as well and Readies of Carlo who we have to mention as great sponsors of uh, Carlo Camogie chat to you again soon folks take care